0: all right so today on the podcast we have justin coger he is the office of coordinator at west side high school here in west virginia i know y'all will love listening to him talk offense on the mind of a football coach podcast all right justin coger welcome to the podcast
1: hey coach thanks for having me
0: awesome man um Man, so we connect on Twitter, like almost everybody I talk to, we've connected to, I connect to them on Twitter. Talk, uh, would you just give the flesh a little bit of background about yourself, man? That would be awesome if you don't
1: mind. Yeah, I'm Justin Coker, I'm an offensive coordinator down at Westside High School, Clear Fork. Um, my first year uh, this year, my first year teaching and coaching, falls right in the middle of the pandemic, so it's been crazy, but uh, happy to be where I'm at and uh, looking forward to next year.
0: Yeah, man. So what, so where'd you go to college? Like what did, how, when did you, you say just got into
1: teaching? Well, uh, I actually, um, my first, my freshman year, I went and played, played some football at Concord for, uh, Coach Justice. And, um, then he left, he went to Florida Atlantic. So some things happened and I, I left Concord, ended up transferring to Marshall, uh, just finished out going to school there. Now I'm back home. I, I went to high school at Westside, so now I'm back home okay. uh, teaching and coaching now. Okay. Uh, for the listeners that don't know, give
0: them a little background about Westside High School for me.
1: Uh, well, we're a fairly new school, I guess you could say. I think this is our 19th year as a school. It was a consolidation of uh, Oceana and Baileysville. Mm. Um, we're a double-A school. got about, give or take, 600 kids. Um, so it's a sm- it's a small community in Wyoming County, but, um, that's a good, that's a good and bad thing. I think for us, because we get a lot of community support, um, everybody knows each other. So it's a good thing, but it's a good school or small, but it's, it's a good place to be. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um,
0: so shoot, let's talk about offense. Let's talk philosophy and then we'll, we'll go from there. So what, what are you, what's your thing? on offense like what do y'all what do y'all do there at Westside high school
1: uh well we've always been since since i played all the way up through now to me coaching. we've always been a spread type team um generally we have some good athletes that come through our school um, not a whole lot of you know big linemen or anything like that but generally we'll have we'll have some athletes and we'll have a few linemen but if we can spread people out and and get our guys in space, which I mean that's going to be anybody you talk to nowadays. But that's our thing. Um, I like I like the spread. I like to get our best best athletes out there in space with football. So
0: yeah, I mean I think people do either you know in high school at least have like you know linemen tight end bodies or they have you know like the skill you know two by two three by one ten person and stuff. Um, you know it depends on where you are. So talk Perfect. a little bit about like. So how do you start building your office? Like where do you start your uh your install?
1: That's actually been a an interesting thing for me is uh just getting into all this and trying to kind of find my identity as a coordinator um and doing that at the same time, like knowing what I have. So coming into it last year, um, I knew we were we were pretty loaded with a senior class. We had um, I think thirteen seniors that started for us this year. So pretty good bit of seniors and a lot of those guys were skill players so um I knew we had some speed and uh, I knew I had a pretty good idea we could throw the ball around so coming into it that was kind of my focus how can we get these guys the ball in different ways to where we're not predictable um because I mean we had we had uh two receivers right really three receivers that um, were really versatile could do a lot of things we had a running back that was the same way. And then our quarterback, which is actually my, my little brother. Um, he's got a pretty good arm. He can throw it around. So coming into it, we wanted to move the ball around.
0: No doubt. Um, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, personnel wise,
1: are you 10 personnel, 11 personnel? Yeah. Like you, okay. Yeah. We, we don't have a lot of tight end bodies around here. And if, if we do, they're normally alignment for us, normally a guard. So sure. Um, that's that's something that I would like to use more of if if I could find one of those kids in the hallway, I'm going to get them out there because I would love to have a tight end type kid because I think you can uh, you can really stress defenses if you have that kind of kid, whether it be in the run game or the pass game.
0: Oh yeah, no doubt. Like three man surface runs are awesome.
1: Yeah, you know, like yeah, that's running
0: something. to the tight end. Yeah. Cool man. Um, so talk about like where do you start your run game? Are you a zone guy, gap scheme guy? Like what do you what do you like doing there?
1: This past year, we were primarily zone, and uh, that's we worked on it. Which you know, this year it was so hard to uh, to practice and to really get anywhere with install because, like in our situation, we were um, we played our first two games, and then our county had a two-week uh, quarantine rule for any case, one case in the school. So that happened to us, and we were out for two weeks. So we were we were really starting to hit our stride, I felt like, and then we were shut down for two weeks. So we we were a zone team, but it was pretty basic. We really didn't get to expand on it a whole lot. But
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you like do you RPO off it or are you just like a are you just gonna hand it or what's your philosophy year, on that?
1: We didn't we didn't RPO this past year, uh, being that our quarterback was a sophomore and it was really his first year playing. And I, I feel like RPOs are something that uh takes some reps to learn. And he was young, so I didn't get into a whole lot of it. But it's definitely something that I I want to do this year.
0: I got you, man. That's cool. Um, talk about your pass game. Like, what? How do you divide that up? And
1: are you, you know, are you
0: roll out pocket guy? Like, kind of, kind of going with that a little bit.
1: We were uh, a little bit of both this year. We rolled out a little bit because I think if if you got a kid that can that can throw on the run, I think it makes the reads a lot easier if you get them out there away from the line of scrimmage and things like that but i think moving forward um i want to get into the air raid principles and just drop back game quick game you know that type of thing but yeah a little bit of both
0: that's cool man so talk about like like what quick game concepts do you like i love to talking to people about this kind of stuff because i think quick games the you know the easiest thing to throw like what are the what's the quick game stuff that you guys hang your hat on
1: yeah i think uh something I, i've studied a lot this off season already on the air raid stuff but i think uh a good one last year we just threw like uh like the fade out concept mm-hmm. and you get that slot guy if you got a good slot guy you get him on that quick five and out that's something that's going to be there a lot of time whether it be cover three or man to man either way um then you got your your stick and your y corner and and all that type of stuff so
0: yeah it's good man we run the heck out of the the vertical to speed out like the four step yeah. out by the yeah. by the slot um you know cuz our run game's kind of been our thing here i mean we we rough, we average like 5 yards a carry the past couple of years um you know we're going to run the ball be physical that kind of stuff but man um you know talk about like and when people take that away like what's your next one do you have another quick game one you really like to go to
1: uh i, I think i don't know if you really call a quick game but i think something that i really want to build on this year is run mesh a lot mm, okay you, you, because it can be quick depending on your formation and things like that but um right. i think that's a play that can be that could be good for us because you can run it out of any formation and if i mean it's just so hard to defend at the high school level i think yeah man we
0: we t- two summers ago and we and some seven sevens we got to some mesh um you know, then there the season didn't run really any of it, yeah, um, for a number of different reasons. But you know, then now we're looking at it again, and some people, you know, run it the traditional way, like the Z or the X is on the corner. You know, the guy to his side that's running the corner is the over out, the you know, the the X or the H, whoever you're meshing is under. Uh, but then some people are throwing like the to the back first. It's like a wheel to the back, and then you're working to the mesh. Like, how do you? How do you like throwing the mesh? Do you like throwing it like a, like your pre-snaps to the back or to like a wide receiver? Uh,
1: this past year, we were um, – our first read would be – pre-snap read would just be to the outside guy, like you so said, on the corner, and then we we always ran it. Uh, we didn't get any variations of it because of lack of practice, but we just ran our two slot guys on the mesh routes, and uh, that was our two and three read and, and four to the back. But um, I've seen a lot of different ways to do it, and good ways to to run it as a man beater and you bring your your x or your z as as one of the drags for the mesh and kind of get a little rub going so i want to do a lot of different things with that
0: yeah I man I, you can do
1: you know all kinds of stuff with that I, I was
0: watching you know the steve sarkeesian clinic that's on youtube and yeah he was talking about mesh, but he was saying like they never changed the the route concepts like they always stay the same so the progression for the quarterback is the same um how do you teach your quarterback, like, in your quick game, your drop back? Are you a progression read guy? Like, how do you how do you do that?
1: Yeah, kind of. Uh, I like to try to simplify it as much as I can. I think, uh, like, this past year, we ran a lot of just combo routes. So, like, a lot of times we would give them a pre-snap read, kind of pick your side, matchups or, like, space or anything like that. And then, uh, then it would be, like, the one, two, three type thing to that side. But – This year i want to open it up more and get to kind of more progressions on our drop back game and then quick game will probably still be i mean that's mostly pre-snap you put one guy in conflict and then kind of read him but yeah yeah heck yeah um
0: talk about your protection some because obviously that's like the most important part of the passing game keep the quarterback
1: upright um you know so what what kind of pass pro do you like that's something that i have looked into more this off season, because um, I played quarterback and I have a, a general understanding for pass protection, but I think um, learning more about offensive line has been one of my main offensive focuses. So something that I've seen um, a lot of people do that I'm interested in is uh, you'll have you'll have somebody, whether it be a RPO or a drop back, that almost looks like they're gonna pull like they're running power, but then next thing you know, they're faking. They're on a play action drop back pass. So I think that's something that you could really confuse people with if you look up and there's a pulling bar. next thing you know, the quarterback's dropping back and throwing a pass downfield. So that's something I want to try.
0: Oh, no doubt, man. I, I was watching Alabama and they do a lot of that. Like they'll yeah. block down, block down the front side. Obviously, don't go downfield to pass. And then their yeah. backside guard kicks, but it's pass pro, you know? Um, because I mean, what do most DCs tell their linebackers? The guard pulls its run, right? <laughs> right, right.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. You see, you see that, and then you get those linebackers. That'd be a perfect RPO situation to me if you can get those linebackers, or even a, if safety coming into the box when they see that guard, you're in business.
0: Oh, no doubt, man. Um, when y'all straight drop back protection, are y'all like a man scheme team, like man on man? Are you guys like half slide or full slide? What do you like to do with that?
1: We depending on uh last year at the start of the year we were we were mostly man and uh, we kept our back in a lot of the time so depending on the formation whether the back was left or right we started sliding opposite the back and that's something that we we had some success with because our back would protect the backside. he's a good pass protector but this year i want to get him out on a route more so we'll see i haven't really thought about it too much yeah man that's
0: so <clears throat> after you know we got off the podcast or whatever, I'll send you all kinds of half man, half slide, pass, pro, pass pro stuff. You know what I mean? Like I one
1: that.
0: yeah, yeah, like one side's locked. You know, like to, so to the back, the back would have the inside linebacker to his side to anything off the edge, and then the you know like say let's say it's on the right, then the right guard and right tackle are locked um, on the guy over them. And then <clears throat> if the center's not covered, he'll start the slide to the left. Yeah. Um, you know, we've called that, we actually, we've called that L protection in the past made it really simple. That was like 63 protection for me in college, but, um, that's, that's generally what everybody runs. It's like, you know, half man, half slide, yeah. uh, type of deal. Um, talk a little bit about your screen game. I know like some spread guys are big, like, you know, screen bubble or like tunnel screen guys. What do you think about all that stuff?
1: Yeah. I'm, I've always, uh, been big in the screen game. I think it's like an extension of your run game. So, um, we ran a lot of bubble screen last year. We had a slot guy that was a burner. He could he scored on a bubble screen two or three times for us. Um, and then we – I like the tunnel screen a lot, but we, we couldn't get it perfected. Like, there was a couple times we ran it and it was good, but we never really perfected it. So, we got to get better at that next year because I really like both those plays a lot. Yeah, I mean – <clears throat> i guess some guys run like the bubble off like the
0: rpo away do you guys just you t- you just turn and throw the bubble is that kind of what you like to do
1: we do a little of both last year we we just threw it we didn't really rpo it but um yeah i'd like to do a little of both awesome man yeah that's
0: that's good stuff um you know i think i think spread i think obviously two minute you're good like you know you're you're or you're up tempo right you're used to working oh, yeah. at a fast pace what do you find are good answers in the red zone? Like we struggled with that this past year. What are some things you like to do once the ball gets inside the twenty?
1: Yeah, that's something that we we struggle with at times this year because you get down there and and you're there's less space to work with, and that's what the whole offense is based off of. So, um, I think we had we had good success with our rollouts once we got down in the red zone. Um, we did a couple things. some more gap type run game you know your counter power things like that once you get down there just getting more blockers in there but um i I was actually looking at a at a play today um a little pop pass in the red zone that i think north dakota state was running a couple years ago and i i drew it up and and saved it put it in my folder because i think it's a great red zone play something like that oh
0: heck yeah man i think you know red zone obviously pick rub um or shoot, you got a guy I can go up and get it, just get it to him, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that. You know, or just pound it in, you know, just run the ball, you know, right through them. Um, talk about, like, four-minute offense, too. Like, do you, what do you guys do, like, when you want to burn the clock and try to run the clock? Like, what's something you like you like to do there?
1: Well, we're no huddle uh, pretty much all the time. But when we get in that situation, um, we'll, we'll kind of – instead of just rolling fast, calling play and running it, um, we'll line up and kind of see what we've got and get a look and then call or play um, and try to try to establish the run. That's something that I was big on last year and, and actually our, our offensive line coach it's funny because this whole this whole offseason he's been trying to convince me we need to throw more and I'm telling him we need to, we need to run more. so it's it's been funny. Yeah, that's like the opposite.
0: Most of O-line <laughs> coaches or O-line guys like me, it's like I want to run the ball. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah he, he's telling me we need to go full air raid and be 80-20 and I'm like, I don't know, man. I think we can I think we can be pretty balanced. Yeah, I mean, you know,
0: I I think to your point like yeah, it's Mike Leach 80-20, but like I don't know that that consistently wins, especially at the high right. school level cuz you're going right. to drop a ball, there's going to be a um a bad protection a protection bust and then the clock stops and then the other team just has the ball for forever you know what i mean that's that's yeah. how i feel about it what do you think about it
1: i, I agree because i think um you're gonna win some games you're gonna score some points but what do you do if you're 80 20 and you come out on a night where you're playing on a grass field in october and it's been pouring the rain for three days so then what are you gonna do you can't you can't throw the ball because your receivers can't run, and and then you're just kind of, you're just screwed. Then, so I like to, I like to have a backup plan per se.
0: Oh yeah, no doubt. Especially here in West Virginia, it's going to pour down rain at least one week in October. Yeah, always. You know, like always, you're going to play a game like in a monsoon. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, as you guys see many turf fields down there is it more like grass
1: uh it's getting there's a lot more turf now than there used to be i think uh actually wyoming county we're probably the only county around that doesn't have turf yet we got us and wyoming each are the two schools in the county we're both still grass but uh raleigh county is going to all turf logan county it's all turf um mingo and even mcdowell they all they're all turf so okay
0: i got you yeah i mean we just got turf here, at Canal County, and it's a game changer, man. And uh, COVID was just—that's a wash. But you know, in the future, you can do all the stuff you want to do on a line field in the off season. You know, you
1: don't have to line it or nothing. It makes such a big difference for practice. I feel like you can, you can really get a lot more done practice-wise that way. Oh yeah, I mean,
0: you have your landmarks. Like <laughs> here's the hash, here's the numbers. You know, like here's a here's a legit like five yards, not a coach stepping it off. <laughs>
1: Yeah, makes a big difference from just going and practicing a cow pasture.
0: Oh, no doubt, coach. I mean, (laughs) gee whiz. Um, you know, and then talk about like when you're backed up, and I like talking to people about this. When you're backed up, what's your philosophy? So, like, say you're on the minus five. Like, what are what are things you like to do?
1: I would like to say that that's a good time to catch somebody and take a shot. But I, this past year, I was a lot more conservative than than I had anticipated. So uh, we, we usually just try to get out of there and try to get a first down any way possible safely. But, you know, looking forward, I think that's a time where you can, you can try to take a shot and, you know, try to make a big play happen, but backed up generally, I like to just try to get out of there as much as possible.
0: Okay. I got you. Um, third down and Five to to win the game. So let's say the ball's on the the plus 42. Third and f- third and 5, get the first down and the game's over or shoot, so let's say fourth and 5, all right. First down, game's over. What player are you calling? What do you what's your go to?
1: It's either going to be some type of pick route or I'm going to probably go trips and roll out to the trip side and run like a flood action. Okay. To that side.
0: Nice. Okay, so let's go
1: fourth and 1. What are you doing? We're running the quarterback cuz he is six four two twenty. 220. He's getting the ball right up to middle. <laughs> Coach, I love it. You run the queue you're always even or plus one. Right. That's it. Yeah, plus one. We're getting the back in there and we're getting one yard for sure. Yeah, I mean um
0: You'd be amazed though. Like, there's a lot of people. Like, I'll I'll talk to about that stuff, and they give me a look. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, it's just numbers, man. It's simple math. Like, I'm not trying to be like a you know like demeaning, but it's just, hey, if you run the quarterback, you can at least even the numbers or be plus one. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, we had a lot of success this year running the quarterback. Um, we had one game we played our rival Wyoming East. And I don't think they're really expecting it um, because they, they just had like one game of film on us, and we we hadn't ran them any. And our our running back's really good, and a lot of people have scouted him, and and really just tried to take him away. So going into that game, I I knew we had to do something different. And I think uh, we ran the quarterback like probably twenty probably twenty times that game, and he ended up running for 150, and and we just killed him with quarterback counter and and leads and stuff like that, and they just had no answer. Oh no doubt, man. I mean we've.
0: Golly, my quarterback's rushed for like twelve hundred yards in two years, and obviously this past year was a shortened season. Um, but man, I mean, that's just—if you you've a guy that can run uh, and short yarders, especially, that's a really good good thing because yeah. you can always be even, at least if you're, you know, you're you're even in the run game. Yeah, it makes things a lot easier. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I know we had to. I want to develop like a play-action game off that. You know what I mean? We have a little bit of one, right? But like you know kind of develop that even more going forward because if you know they think he's running they
1: play down you could throw it over their head so, yeah yeah that's where you get your you run a, a quarterback run with a rpo on it that's so hard to defend oh no doubt man
0: that's that's the good stuff but then you know like we've only had one the past couple of years i mean literally like when our quarterback has gotten injured the past couple of years like a skill guy goes to quarterback <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. we don't have a backup
1: yeah, that's kind of how we are. Like, I, I was listening to one of your podcasts, and you talked to somebody about what do you do, how do you plan for, uh, like you build your whole offense around your best player. What do you do if he goes down? But right. I, I was thinking about that, and I was just like, we just don't have the luxury around here of of really having a real backup plan because we don't we don't get to recruit the players that we want, and you just got to make do with what you have. I think when that happens. Oh yeah. I mean, I think
0: two years ago, the last game of the year, we rushed for like four thirty and completed zero balls. Wow. (laughs) Like we we had to run it. I mean, we had no other option. Now, granted, we had some really some talented high school players run the ball and our offensive line did a good job blocking, but I mean I think a lot of high schools are like that. If they lose their quarterback,
1: I mean who's gonna play there? You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the my thought process on that. You might have you might have two or three kids in the school that can that can throw a ball a lot of times around here so yeah. i mean,
0: think we've had hard. one for two years <laughs> like literally coach i'm not kidding like you know at practice we'll, we'll like throw the ball to a new kid that comes out like hey can you throw a ball and you're like mm, no like so <laughs> i like, got one guy I could throw a ball wow yeah i mean i guess they could throw it but i would never throw it with them in a game yeah <laughs> you know what i mean there's a big difference oh yeah i mean we had a kid i mean we've had kids we've tried there and it's just like, you know, it looks okay. But then, you know, the bullets are flying and it's live and in color. And, you know, so your backup plan has to be, you know, something else. So like, what would, like, if your quarterback had to come out of the game, you know, do you, like what would you do? Would you, did you have like an alternate alternative package you get in or, or what, how do you, how do you handle that?
1: Yeah. That's something that uh, we did a little bit of last year is luckily our running back has some experience at quarterback. So we were, we were blessed in that sense because we could, if something happened and our quarterback came out for a play, we just throw a running back in there and, and he knows our system. And he's a, he's a great runner, obviously. So we would run our, our read option, speed option, just all of our stuff like that with him in there. And, and it was a pretty easy transition. Man, that's awesome. That's good.
0: Coach, as we, we wrap this, this thing up, Give some advice to I know you're you are a younger coach, but like a guy that is thinking about going into the profession. Like what are some thoughts that they should have in mind as they, they contemplate, should I be a coach or should I not be a coach?
1: Yeah, I think um, if I was telling someone uh, in my shoes a year ago, I would I would definitely say go for it and uh, just to be a sponge. That's kinda that's kind of what I've been trying to do this whole time is is talk to as many people, as many coaches as I can and just learn and i think i've i've learned a lot so far in a year and just trying to learn and apply it all to my own and, and find my own identity as a coach being young and because we all all coaches are nobody's original so everybody you mean you take things from everybody and and just try to make it your own so that's that's the best advice i feel like i can give
0: coach man that is awesome and if you'll hang on this uh this teams i want to i'll go through some past section stuff with you if you don't mind uh, i would love i would love to share my screen and Talk for ball. <laughs> <laughs> cool man. Well shoot coach. I'll stop this recording. Uh but man, thank you for coming on and um man, I'd, I'd love to have you back on sometime.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Thank you.